Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Here's how this podcast works. Each week we begin with about 7 to 10 minutes on the weekly parsha, hence the name 7-Minute Torah. You'll either hear me, or you'll hear me in conversation with a Jewish thought leader. After that, if you want to stick around, we often continue with a bonus interview where we talk about all things Jewish. Bereshit bara Elohim et ha-shamayim Those are the opening words of the Torah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, it seems like only yesterday we were finishing the Torah. Oh wait, it was only yesterday. And now we're starting it all over again. This Shabbat is Shabbat Bereshit. And we start from the beginning. Really the beginning, not just the beginning of the Torah, but the Torah's story about the beginning of everything. Genesis chapter 1 tells that very famous story of God making the world in seven days. On the first day, God makes light. On the second day, God makes a firmament to separate the sky from the land and sea. God makes plants, the sun and moon, animals, and ultimately human beings. I'm obviously abbreviating the story a little bit. Then, if we were to read the rest of Bereshit, we'd read the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve getting kicked out of the Garden of Eden, the birth of their children, Cain and Abel, Cain killing Abel, and ultimately the genealogy of human beings down to Noah, which is next week's portion. There are about a thousand stories in this Parsha that we could talk about, a thousand different ideas, lessons, questions that are worth discussing here. So you'll just have to tune in every year because there are only so many things that we can talk about at once. So what we really have here is the Torah's description of the origins of everything, the world, humanity, and all life. And smack in the middle of that, we also have the Torah's description of the origins of what might be Judaism's most important institution, and that is Shabbat. So I'm reading here from the beginning of Genesis chapter 2. The heaven and the earth were finished, and all their array. On the seventh day, God finished all the work that God had been doing, and God rested on the seventh day from all the work that God had done. Now, I translated it that way on purpose, God rested, because we often talk about this idea of God resting on the seventh day and of Shabbat as a day of rest. But there's something kind of off, kind of weird about that story, because why would God need to rest? I want to take a step back here and just say, I don't believe that God rests, or that God speaks, or that God literally creates. I understand the Torah as a document written by human beings to describe things that they believed about the world. So when it says God did this or God did that, it doesn't mean God actually did that. It means that people were telling stories about God doing that in order to derive lessons and values. So the question we're asking then is, why would ancient people write a story about God needing to rest? Why would they have thought that was the case? I did a little bit of research today. I looked through some of the commentators to find if any of them were asking that question. And I found nothing. No one that I could find was asking, why would God need to rest? And then it hit me. 
That's because the Torah doesn't actually say that God rested. Let me read that passage again, and I'll translate it a little more literally this time. It says, Vayichal Elohim bayom hashvi'i melachto asherasa. By the seventh day, God had completed the work that God had been doing. Vayishbot bayom hashvi'i mikol melachto asherasa. And God ceased or stopped on the seventh day all the work that God had been doing. So that word that we often translate as rest doesn't mean rest at all. What vaishbot actually means is God stopped. The Hebrew root of that word, shin bet taf, has to do with stopping. In modern Hebrew, the word shvita is a strike, a work stoppage. And of course, this is the origin of our word shabbat, or sabbath, which means a day of stopping. So now what we have is not a story about God getting tired and needing to rest, but rather a story about God choosing for one day to cease to do creative work. The seven days of creation had been not days of back-breaking labor or toil, but rather days of creation. God was making things, putting things together, bringing things into existence, solving problems. I think in some ways this is meant to be a description of human creativity. That's how we spend a lot of our days, making things, being creative, solving problems, bringing things into existence. Part of the particular human story on earth has been our creative ability. We are able to make things that never existed before. We're able to dream about things and then make them. We manipulate nature in order to create civilization. And by telling us this story, the Torah is telling us that that capacity of ours is a little bit godlike. It's a little bit divine that we're able to do that. I mean, if you look around you, if it weren't for our human creative capacity, there would be no civilization. There would be no medicine, no cars, no buildings, no electricity, no rockets or planes. It's extraordinary what humans have been able to do. But the Torah is also telling us that making and creating isn't everything. Sometimes you have to stop. I'm reading here from Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, one of the great Jewish thinkers of the 20th century. This is his book that's called The Sabbath. It's on page 28 in case anybody wants to find it. He writes, To set apart one day a week for freedom, a day on which we would not use the instruments, which have been so easily turned into weapons of destruction, a day for being with ourselves, a day of detachment from the vulgar, of independence from external obligations, a day on which we stop worshipping the idols of technical civilization. Is there any institution that holds out a greater hope for man's progress than the Sabbath? You know, Heschel wrote those words in 1951, 70 years ago. I don't know if he could have possibly imagined how important they would be in 2021. The idea of worshipping the idols of technical civilization. The idea of being enslaved to our technologies. Of needing, really needing, to learn how to take a break. To tear ourselves away from our constant need to create, to accomplish, to have and use the newest technologies. In 2021, we are absolutely slaves to technical civilization. Heschel foresaw that seven decades ago. And the Torah seems to have foreseen it 3,000 years ago. 
So one of the possible messages of this Parsha is that Shabbat is intended as a kind of a creative and technological detox, a day not to be involved in manipulating the world and using the world, but rather to focus on appreciating the world. That could look like the traditional way of observing Shabbat, of abstaining from a series of categories of work, things that ultimately end up looking like not turning on lights, not driving a car, not cutting paper or planting seeds or spending money. Or in a more liberal context, it could look like abstaining from those things that feel like work or technological slavery to us. Not answering my email, not doing laundry, not cleaning my house, even if I do turn on a movie or phone a friend. At the end of the day, the point is to shavat, to stop, to focus on appreciating rather than manipulating, on being in the world rather than using the world. That's the gift of Shabbat, an incredible gift that Judaism has given us for our wellness and for our holiness. And it's a gift, it's an institution that is as important today as it has ever been. So thanks for listening. For those who are new to 7-Minute Torah for the new season, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Those who are back, I'm glad to be learning with you again for one more trip around the Torah. We have a Facebook group for those who'd like to join. It's called 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. And please, if you're willing, if you enjoy the content, please leave a review, please share with a friend, and I'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.